skirt. We made it. I'm Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek. And we just got back from February 9th, 1990. The freaking past. <laughs> Ashley, what's up with that? Well, each week we travel back in time to the best year ever. 1990. To watch whatever movie just hit theaters. This week we watched Hard to Kill, rated R, starring Steven Seagal as Mason Storm. Think like ponytail, guns, and just a lot of action. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> then we went to Bluff Little Steam at the gym. Um, this movie had our testosterone and whatever. Women have testosterone too, right? Yeah. Pumping. <laughs> um, yeah. So we wanted to check out a 90s um, exercise craze. Have you heard of, uh, had you heard of Taibo before this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but had you been to a Taibo class? No, that was my first. This was my first time. Yeah, I, I think they were just starting up in, uh, uh, around this time. It seemed like people were fumbling around and didn't really know the moves that well. Of course, we were naturals after having yeah. seen the movie. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. What, it, what How did you feel afterwards? Um, really sweaty, but that's per usual. So nothing really changed with that. You're just always sweaty. I'm just always perpetually sweaty. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. I got a lot of good stretches and some high kicks in, which is pretty cool. <laughs> good for dancing. You weren't the best dancer, Drew, but that's okay. You're pretty tall. Yeah, it's a, it's like it's 50%. Well, I'd say it's 75% um, martial arts and 25% dancing. So I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't great at either, to be honest. Right. <laughs> um, Derek, um, how'd you like it? Well, it strengthened my spirit, mind, and body, man. Mm, I'm feeling I think he's good. going back. <laughs> how karate kid of you. Um, Miyagi-Do. Well, I think that's enough of that. Let's start the show. Steven Seagal is Detective Mason Storm. They thought they'd silenced him, but Mason Storm. You better dial now. Help the Mason Storm. Hard to kill. Rated R starts Friday, February 9th at a theater near you. That was four Mason Storms in a 17-second clip. So yeah, (laughs) porn name. Yeah, porn name. uh, Action hero. The type of dude who you would absolutely assume has a ponytail, like Ashley mentioned. Let's just get the most exciting bit of trivia out of the way now, Ashley. Um, this is <laughs> there's a couple things, but this was the first movie Steven Seagal um, made an appearance of his ponytail, and I phrased that really poorly. But his ponytail first he movie. made an appearance with the ponytail, like yeah. <laughs> well, the ponytail, <laughs> the ponytail, ponytail had show, been around for, for years, but he made his first appearance. Mm-hmm. It, co-starring yeah. with the ponytail, <laughs> with the ponytail. <laughs> what, a, what a ponytail it was like what three three inches three and a half yeah like three and a half slicked back <laughs> it's like barely even a ponytail three it's stuff. almost like a rat tail but a little higher yeah i meant to to uh put my hair pull my hair back for the episode but i, I forgot <laughs> um yeah so before we get too far down the um ponytail trail let's <laughs> give our backstory and history with either this movie or the legend that is steven seagal um he's his legend burned bright in the early 90s he was on a real tear from uh like 89 to 91 and then you know he he peaked and and burned out pretty quickly but nevertheless ashley um what do you remember about uh seagal growing up like his ponytail is going to come up like 45 times in this, but that's all I really remember. I remember yeah. him like <laughs> fighting people and like punching things a lot and his ponytail and him being like really like super tall. And that's all I remember hmm. as a kid. I wonder how tall he is. I'm going to guess he's 6'5". Yeah, yeah he's, tall. I, he's taller than like some of your other action heroes um, who are like karate people are typically not the tallest um, like myself. Um, it's hard to be this uh, oh, no. this tall and still be coordinated. He's um, six four. Six four. <laughs> so he's one inch taller than me. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, I remember us watching like 
a bunch of his movies growing up. I mean, we this was definitely probably the most um, popular genre in our household. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like uh, generic action uh, slash karate movie, um, the Van Damme movies, uh, Bloodsport, Lionheart. Um, and then like, I, but I just don't even specifically know which Seagal movies like we watched. I mean, probably Under Siege, rem- right? Yeah, Under Siege is the one that like I know the name of and I know the plot and I know like what he looks like on the poster with his like waiter yeah. <laughs> outfit, um, his naval. I don't know whether he's a naval officer or a waiter or both. Um, but probably a detective again. <laughs> probably, yeah. He might dress up as like a waiter at some point to sneak up on someone um did you remember anything from this movie no i don't i don't think we watched this one i don't know we could have i bet we must have i mean it's it's right in right in between came out right in between like all the other movies we were watching so but i get mm -hmm. but i agree i mean or i have the same lack of memory uh derek what about you did you watch seagal movies well, similar to your dad. Yeah, he watched these uh, or action karate movies. So Jackie Chan, Jet, mm-hmm. Jet Li, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. So, yeah. So this was in the household growing up. But that's all That's all I really remember. I don't remember this specific one. Yeah. So when you were watching it, nothing came back to you? Oh, no. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. I really... <laughs> I alluded to it last week. I wasn't sure. I, I If I had had to bet, I would have guessed that some of it was gonna <laughs> right, but nothing. <laughs> but no, it didn't. Um, I think you know. With that in mind, we probably want to jump into our favorite parts of the movie. So let's go. <laughs> what do you got, Doc? I've got a live cop. Is what I've got. Guys, get ready. Lieutenant, Lieutenant, what's happening? Sorry, no comment. It's over. that boring clip um (laughs) explains (laughs) what happens at the beginning of this movie so uh, one of the things i thought was cool about this movie is that um the way they deal with like how he disappears so after the bad guys break into seagal's house and kill his wife and try to shoot his kid and shoot him with a shotgun multiple times which he's you know, not dead from apparently, as we find out in this scene, he um, survives it, but he's in a coma. So uh, it's a for a movie that's going to take so many liberties with like the plot. I thought it did actually make sense that they could um, that the bad guys would assume that he was dead, and so he would be in this coma, and the police would explain to the people at the hospital like. You actually have to keep this secret because otherwise his life's in danger. Um, I don't know. Did that make sense to you? I think it made sense. And the whole reason that um, the people came after him was because he is a detective and he was recording a secret conversation with the senator that was running for re-election. And yeah. he was basically like working with a, I don't not gangsters. I don't know what they were. The kind of mob, mob-ish, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted the other person. Mons. He wanted the other person he was running against um, dead, so he would win without having an opponent. Yeah, I just thought that like the first third or so of the movie, I mean, was actually kind of an, a kind of an effective setup. They have the mm-hmm. you know the home invasion where uh, you know he's like about to make love <laughs> to his to his wife on Oscar Oscar night. Um, and they, they, they set the stake, they establish, you know, like that he's got a lot of skin in the game and then how they're going to make him like disappear, um, off the radar is to put him in a coma, which is definitely a, a, a movie trope, but it's all worth it when you get to see him wake up with that, um, beautiful, goatee to compliment the ponytail we've talked so much about (laughs) i think the main thing we have to we have to discuss is just what is the appeal of steven seagal so that's what i that's one of the main things going to this movie i was like oh like like jean-claude van damme and like chuck norris and like other people i'm like i see it like there's something there like they're attractive and this one was like 
oh, like I'm kind of disgusted by him. I don't know. He, almost, I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm really stretching. So, you know, don't <laughs> think that I'm like uh, charmed by him, but he was almost like smooth and sweet when he came home with the champagne to, to meet his wife. I mean, it got creepier as the movie went on and women were just kind of like throwing themselves I mean, basically two women, the, his wife, and then the nurse is like really creepily attracted to him while <laughs> yeah. he's in a coma for I'm seven like checking years. Checking him out, checking out his package while he's in a coma. Yeah, she's like, you have she she. It's a shame. You should yeah, wake up. yeah. Peaks, oh. She you peaks wake below. Up. Yeah, you have so much to live for, and she pulls oh, yeah. up the the bed sheets. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they're the nurses are like joking about when when is her boyfriend gonna wake up. And um, one of my favorite quotes from the movie is she um, brings a little kitten in and puts it on his shoulder. And she says, would you like a little pussy, J.D.? Oh. Um, it, that's right before the, the, the scene that we were just describing. So the sexual tension that they're trying to manufacture is not exuding from him. Um, he's just not in the he's he's not in the same class like he has a legit um karate background he was uh, a seventh degree black belt in aikido and um he went to japan and his first job was like teaching uh teaching martial arts there and he was the first person they let operate a dojo there so i mean that's all good and well off screen but on screen actually and you know we can uh chalk this up maybe to some of the filmmaking and 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 things but like what's his karate and 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 like <laughs> action uh athleticism no. sexy <laughs> not sexy no. no i mean we can move he's not sexy we can just it was, move yeah, yeah. on that okay cool it, but it was he, it was clunky as fuck yeah, yeah it wasn't like act, yeah yeah no, well like even like his um his martial arts and stuff seemed kind of like it wasn't like smooth i don't know I didn't it didn't really do it for me. His specialty seems to be um breaking joint, you know, bending joints back the wrong way. Cracking them up, yeah. It's <laughs> not something I like to see particularly. Um he doesn't do any like uh he doesn't do roundhouse kicks. kicks. Yeah, like yeah. like Van Dam. He's mm -hmm. not he's not jacked. I mean, again, we don't have to talk he's he's not attractive, but yeah. he's not even like <laughs> athletic looking. No, not at all. He, yeah, even when he was doing the whole like recovering and like punching down that wooden beam, like tied with rope around it, like knocking it over, he just doesn't look. Yeah, he doesn't look that strong. I don't know. I just couldn't. Not very believable to me. Yeah. Well, but. is the only theory I could come up with is that it's sort of his everyman quality is part of mm. the appeal. It, but I don't know about that one. I, I think he wants yeah. to be way cooler than that. I mean, his. Well, it's Kirk, almost yeah. It's almost like the director was just like, yeah, let's make this guy seem like a a lovable, you know, very nice man. He comes home with champagne and mm -hmm. a present for his kid, and it just seems so manufactured, like you said. Yeah, I I have a feeling, um, based on some stories that have come out in the uh, you know in the years beyond uh, his his successful run in hollywood multiple women um basically every woman that he's he's worked with on on these film sets as a love interest or has been in the running for it you know a female lead um he has accused him of uh, sexual harassment or outright yeah. assault um he did you know would do would ask actresses to take their clothes off during auditions um so i mean he is not aged well given that but just and he just, also hasn't aged well physically <laughs> he, wasn't, he oh, hadn't no. aged well at the time when it came out and yeah god knows um <laughs> his wikipedia page is pretty funny because it paints this like it just in a in the course of a couple sentences um it goes from painting him as an environmentalist animal rights animal rights activist and supporter of the dalai lama to calling vladimir putin one of the greatest living world leaders. Um, huh. He has dual right citizenship. Up. He's a Russian citizen. I, I do vaguely remember like these stories coming out in the last five or six years 
of his ties to Russia um, long before a Russian, you know, meddling in any kind of elections or anything like that. Like, so that's weird. Um, <laughs> he's kind of this perfect encapsulation of how someone could just overnight become a action star sensation. And I guess had some kind of marketability. I mean, they wouldn't have kept making these movies if they weren't making money. We were watching them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, the, yeah, I think it's this. <laughs> I remember my, my dad talking about these movies um, and I would, I, I believe he was intrigued because it was a B action film or B mm-hmm. action karate film. So just having him on screen by itself is kind of like a joke in itself. And yeah. that's like and, enough and, to rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's that does go to the maybe it's maybe every man's not the right word, but like not Arnold is the is the word I'm looking <laughs> for. Like he's not buff. He's not like uh, it doesn't have a unreal like a superhuman. Like Arnold is basically in the the mold of um, Marvel superhero before those movies were were you know the biggest movies in the world. Van mm-hmm. Damme. Um, was also like basically a, a, a fitness model slash bodybuilder and, and acrobat. So like they had, they had like um, superhero style uh, presences. Seagal is like lumbering. Yeah. He's, you know, uh, he's swap. Like he's maybe. And he's more spiritual. I believe I, I remember mm-hmm. from my childhood, more spiritual and, and appreciates uh, some of the, the, you know, karate culture wherever they come from japan well he i know i mean he definitely lived it i mean that's the that's the funny thing like he that was his life i mean he went straight from from um growing up to japan and became a successful martial arts instructor Mm -hmm. i think he probably got his his start earnestly he just wasn't a good actor and he didn't ever turn into one like like an arnold um you know and so that's that's probably enough on him as a figure and we'll revisit him when we're kind of stacking him (laughs) up against (laughs) these other icons favorably or unfavorably um ashley what were some of your favorite like action scenes from the movie well, funny you should ask because I fell asleep during this movie. Oh, <laughs> but then I but then I watched the rest of it today. <laughs> yeah, well, we saw you sleeping in the theater, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, I just passed out. I didn't. I was trying to like just kind of hide my head, but um, the fight scenes were all right <laughs> since the whole movie is fighting. Yeah, I mean, was there was there any one in particular that you liked more than others? So I would say for, I mean, you talked about it a little bit, but when he goes in the hospital and his, all of his like muscles have atrophied and he has to like escape mm-hmm. while he's on like the gurney, I think that scene was pretty cool. Cause I was worried that given this B movie um, type of action that he would just like wake up and miraculously be like healed and be able to fight people. Right. And I like the fact that they actually like, like, Oh no, you were out for seven years. Like you can't physically recover. And he was like scooting around, like trying to get out of the hospital. I like that part. I totally agree. I think that was, the, like I said, the beginning, the movie basically got worse the longer it it went on, and the, the from an action standpoint, maybe the midpoint montage is an exception. Um, I mean, it was not even good by montage standards, but still, a montage is <laughs> a montage. I'll take true, it. True loves his montages. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as far as creativity, the hospital scene was mm-hmm. definitely the most creative and it was him using like it, the way it was choreographed like his his skills aren't jumping and kicking his skills are well this the skills of the the filmmaker in this case whether we're kind of like staging the the elevator drama like he's going down on the elevator the other guys <laughs> the bad guys running down the stairs or he's getting on a different elevator and who's gonna like switch floors sooner it was yeah. like the That's it was kind of cool goofy but yeah exactly it was one of the only scenes that and also the way it was filmed when she was like um when the nurse um who immediately who's been you know in love with him for seven years mm-hmm. um is like pushing him out of the building and throwing in and, and, and pushing him down like um uh steep, steep into all the guardrails <laughs> yeah I, I mean it, it, it actually had like energy mm-hmm. um so yeah, I agree. That was probably like 
and that's not even him fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that was probably one of the more uh, kinetic moments mm-hmm. in the in the movie. What I thought was weird about the action scenes is, aside from that one, um, he's never. It's never a good fight. Like no. usually, the movies progress as you get to like tougher and tougher villains. Whether it's a martial arts tournament like Bloodsport, you expect like him to f- keep Final leveling fight. up. Mm-hmm. Did anybody even put up a fight in this movie? No. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> and, I mean, and half the time, and I think Derek and I briefly talked about it, but like. I hated the fact that he would have a gun and he'd be like, oh, well, we make this easier on you. Let me put the gun down. Oh, you can't fight me like this. Let me get on my knees to make it like easier for you to attack me. I'm like, just, (laughs) yeah. And then he immediately would defeat them. So like, what? (laughs) Like, I just didn't. It's Uh. basically, yeah. I I think I mentioned last week that I watched MacGruber and (laughs) they take that to a comical extent where he'd rather shove celery up his butt than use a gun. Um, to to fight bad guys <laughs> he doesn't use guns um he uses celery yeah chop chop <laughs> and there's a mcgruber show coming out this year apparently um the the thing that i forgot to mention about the hospital scene is there's a there's some hardcore uh kill bill parallels um which obviously came out like about 10 years after this um where she's been in a coma she wakes up she has to like uh kind of her scoot her toe. way yeah scoot her way out of the hospital and then smash a guy's head in in the door before she gets out yeah mm-hmm. and why was she in the hospital in the first place because of a uh, because bill right. came and shot up her wedding killed her, mm-hmm. her husband and took her baby it's so same. you're yeah. saying that they drew from it's... this movie to make kill bill hard that to kill first, kill bill Come that on. was the first thing that i thought of when yeah he was in a coma and then the the, this setup. nurse, except it's just flipped the the sex around. So it's a female yeah. in the bed, except and then the oh, nurse. I, nurse okay, I didn't even make the sex parallel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of oh, okay. Except, you know, it doesn't it doesn't turn into a love story. It turns into the nurse nurse's head getting smashed into a uh, yeah, a, which would have been better. Yeah, because because <laughs> by the time Tarantino made the movie, it was yeah. uh clear that like she was assaulting Seagal in the, in the 90s. That was cool to like for him. I mean, he was it, he was obviously he welcomed doing it. his thing off <laughs> off camera. Yeah. Um, right. But just the way tastes have have changed, like that scene plays a lot, a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Tarantino um, definitely had to have taken some something from this film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably this movie might even be two steps removed from another movie with a similar plot. Um, sure. But yeah. it is the the parallels are are definitely there. the The thing that's interesting about you know when we compare one movie to another like that, I think we did this with um, Brain Dead. Mm-hmm. It's all the ex- it's all in the execution. Um, like Kill Bill is cool for a million reasons. It's not like the plot is the reason it's cool. It's cool right. because of how you do a revenge story and how you write it and how you create interesting characters. <laughs> I mean, this movie has none of that. Yeah. Um, it does have like, did you find the relationship between him and his friend O'Malley or him and his son like enough of a human element to keep you invested? Um, I like the relationship between O'Malley and his son. Yeah. That's pretty much it. But that was only for like three minutes. So <laughs> it it was nice that there wasn't any kind of weird twist where O'Malley had been, you know, like secretly working with the the evil mm-hmm. politician. Um, yeah, he was just a good guy. Yeah. Should we, I mean, we've been jumping around, which is good um, for a movie like this <laughs> with no plot, but should we kind of run down what happens at the end? Mm, you can do it if you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> basically the whole the whole problem that was the highlight yeah yeah, it it ended um with like a him invading the senator the evil senator's house and um shooting maybe he does finally use the gun or does he like stab him between the legs no he pretends to shoot his balls and then he misses he's like i never miss and he missed and then he doesn't shoot him at all and then he gets arrested well he says like they must have been smaller than I realized. Yeah, some dumb. 
<laughs> I yeah, I never missed. Did, did you guys recognize smaller than I knew? Did you guys recognize the mansion at all? Um no. Hmm. Was it from something? It's from the Big Lebowski. Oh. oh. Interesting. I guess maybe nice. like they don't show I don't know if they show the pool area or they probably show like the office um mm-hmm. that they go into in Big Lebowski. Yeah, I think was I think when he sneaks in through the window too at one point it looks it looked really familiar as well hmm. with the stairwell or the staircase. It actually reminded me of Beverly Hills Cop when they they do like the the mansion invasion towards the mm-hmm. end of that. What a great movie! Yeah, well, again, <laughs> great like, movie. Yeah, cops <laughs> doing in some kind of you know investigation. What's the difference? Oh, Eddie Murphy has charisma. Um, <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy's a great actor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only charisma, I mean, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but the most uh, unintentionally funny thing about uh, Seagal's performance is some of his like one-liners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, I'll, this is all we need to say about the ending of the movie. Um, that's for my wife. Fuck you and die. <laughs> <laughs> that's when one of the guys that killed his wife obviously shot her or whatever in front of him he takes he breaks a pull stick and stabs him in the neck <laughs> oh right that was that was brutal that was the best part of like any of his attacks <laughs> yeah he, he definitely i mean that again that was like it must be in his contract or in his just it's just understood that he's not allowed to get beat up i mean he's not well, i mean he gets shot to death but doesn't die no he doesn't even die i mean one yeah. it's, it's hard it's to different. kill He's because, so hard to kill. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's different though, because like, of course, like a gun could take him down, but any person that, that has the honor to fight him hand to hand combat doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. I, I really thought at the end, like someone was going to give him a little bit of a run for his money for like a minute, but it yeah. never happened. No. So <laughs> yeah, that was, that was not the best way to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> build up to a compelling climax but mm-hmm. like Derek said the movie does in fact end um so well and they cut a lot of it out it was only an hour and a half and they had they cut out like <clears throat> several other parts of the movie to make it that hour and a half like they were gonna have a whole backstory with his son and like growing up with O'Malley and like there was gonna be a scene with a funeral of his wife and like his fake funeral and like all this mm. other stuff that they cut out mm. yeah thankfully we yeah, <laughs> like that's okay. <laughs> what did what did you think of two things? One, um, the name Mason Storm, and two, the name of the movie, Hard to Kill, which <laughs> apparently wasn't the original title. Yeah, so the original title was Seven Year Storm. Oh, hmm. so which it had Storm in it? Still had Storm in it, but it sounds like a romance, like a romance novel. So. I, Whatever. Yeah, or a disaster guess... movie, which I would have loved. Which lasts Ooh, for yeah. seven years, not yeah. somebody's <laughs> incapacitated for seven years. You like don't you show it to the movie? You're like, what's it gonna be? Like you don't know what yeah. you're gonna get. Um, yeah. Ooh, the perfect storm meets Under Siege. Now we Ooh. have a movie. All right, Steven Seagal's back. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> um, his name was okay. I don't know. I just well, they, didn't care about his character. So. Uh, I didn't realize um, that the I knew there was an alternate title, but so the alternate they loved the name Mason Storm so much they were going to use it in the title. We we just did a um, a recent rank the blank about our favorite titles, and it's just something I've been thinking about more and more. I think Hard to Kill is it's pretty good for a B action movie. I think that's that does yeah. tell you that does give you what you want, um, and you know. The, the character name is is what it is it definitely does have a a porn star mm-hmm. vibe which is perfect i mean that's that should have been the career path that he went on <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> the hard to kill part when he first got shot in the first what five minutes mm-hmm. i thought it was just going to continue to happen and it, he's <laughs> oh, like, like he's, he's so hard yeah yeah <laughs> i did like the scars that he had from it that was kind of on his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did a little acupuncture. Yeah. And then burned some herbs. And, and then for- he's fine. We Again. forgot to mention, we forgot to describe the the train the training montage because it is funny. He starts off um lifting like really straining to lift like a barbell with just the bar. 
<laughs> and then and then he's lifting like little three pound dumbbells and then he's awkwardly running and then next thing we know he's like uh punching an eight by eight piece of lumber and, and breaking it in half but then after he does that he awkwardly runs again so maybe that's just how he oh runs. <laughs> i thought you meant awkwardly has sex with the nurse oh i thought i fell asleep during that part and was then, he just groping? And then I fa- went uh, fast forwarded through it as well, so I didn't see it. Yeah, they she- were groping each other, and they never took the clothes off. <laughs> they definitely didn't show it. Yes, um, and then yeah, they they that was a hor- that was a zero out of ten uh, edit right there. Well, in the woman that plays um, where they go from that character, scene. she had already really like, retired from acting before this movie came out, and she only did it as a favor. <laughs> and wow, then to who? She said to her, it says to her husband, but then I clicked on her name and I can't find out who her husband was. So it was probably, probably a producer, a producer or, something. or something. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then she said in respect and retrospect, she calls the movie hard to watch and hard to believe. <laughs> so that's a, that's an understatement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard to watch, but it is completely inane in her characters. It would have been cool if you came back. As... Is, oh, go ahead. Uh, the hard to watch part is her character's motivations, which are completely yeah it's not terrible. there um while we're, <laughs> while we're on this character did you notice that her hair constantly changed it was yeah. either really short or really long did you notice that well i, I thought it changed color but maybe i made that up hmm. in my head i thought she just like went through she was at work so she had her nurse hair and then she was like <laughs> at home in her kimono at, at her fancy japanese architecture uh summer house um perfect house to escape from um a seven-year coma too um was that just like seagal's uh, house that he had curated or something like no that the, was her wasn't that her friend's house or yeah, that she was she yeah, was why was it why city. was it all japanese architecture that's probably yeah. his influence i'm sure yeah that, i just thought that came out of nowhere yeah that was uh, kind of weird like it would be the, nice all the decor yeah, that was kind of strange. It would have been nice if um, he did come back with like part robot or something. That would have been cool. Like hard yeah. to kill. And every time like his arm gets blown off and then he has a robot arm and then like it just keeps coming. And then, hard and then to eventually kill he's two. Terminator. <laughs> I was going to say hard to kill too is Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are some. There, that's the other parallel here is kind of, yeah, uh, cop gets shot up and then and then comes back and has to fight the people that killed him in the first place i think that's enough um, yeah <laughs> steven seagal <laughs> yeah i'm good take that to the bank senator trent the blood bank Ooh, <laughs> bad are you all ready to move on oh yeah well now it's time to take a quick break from our discussion of hard to kill while we tune our dials to nr90 for new release radio This is where we give you a taste of what was happening this week back in 1990, starting with a hit tune. Weird lyrics. <laughs> the song you just heard was Dangerous by Roxette's Opposites Attract. That sounds like it was meant to be the other way around. Up six spots to number seven <laughs> on the Billboard Top 100 for the week of February 9th, 1990. Ashley, what's happening in news or pop culture this week? Well, kids, this week we have a very special message brought to you by some of your best friends. Next time you're thinking about doing dope, consider this. Later, okay? I've got too much homework. It's rough. I paid for my baseball game and I'll miss my ride. <laughs> sister needs me. Her hamster does. Gotta hurry home. There's no time to kill. So I'll catch you later. Like that guy will. There's a million wild and wonderful ways to say no. <laughs> Guess I'm allergic. And good excuses, something you never outgrow. It's back my complexion. When you pound. Guess I'm allergic to drugs. <laughs> that was an anti-drug PSA called Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue that aired all around the globe. It featured Bugs Bunny, Kermit the Frog, Slimer, Garfield, the Chipmunks, Michelangelo, Alf, all teaming up to save a 14-year-old marijuana addict from wasting his potential. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> wow. Marijuana addict, huh? 
I watched yeah. this in its 30 minute entirety. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this dude, Michael, man, he's really down in the dumps. He's like stealing money um, from his parents. He's stealing their, their beer. Um, and his younger sister starts to notice that he's going through all these emo, you know, bad boy changes. And of course, it can all be linked back to his crippling um, wasteoid marijuana addiction. Um, How did he get the marijuana? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> well, times have changed a bit, but um, I did think it was kind of a funny um, <laughs> recontextualization of, of, you know, how people looked at marijuana usage 30 years I'll, ago. I'll have to watch the 30 minute episode actually. <laughs> really yeah. And they, I mean, they rounded up like the who's who of, of nineties pop culture to get awesome. the message across. And it's, as you can tell, just from that short snippet, it's an infectious little mm-hmm. like uh tune. So I thought that was fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did um did Hard to Kill make the box office? Ugh. Guess what? Oh, we have no. a new number one film <laughs> no, 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 in no, no, America no. <laughs> next week. See no, the number one movie at the box office, Hard to Kill, starring Steven Seagal. Oh. It made nine point two million dollars. Unseating oh. finally. Uh, ooh, like what I did there? Unseating Driving Miss Daisy. Nice. Um, <laughs> which is still at number two. Um, there were a couple other new movies that came out this week um, that, you know, maybe we could have seen instead. There was um, Loose Cannons with uh, Gene Hackman and Dan Aykroyd, Stanley and Iris with Fonda and De Niro, just everyone's pairing up. Um, she's a widow. He's a short order cook. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. romance. Um, down at number 11 this week, uh, Tremors. So it's falling. And um, Cinema Paradiso is falling, uh, but only because there's more competition. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually still playing in just one theater around the country, and it went up in its um, box office, but um, a lot of other new movies came out. So we're going to be tracking Cinema Paradiso for probably the next three months. <laughs> nice. <I laughs> um, as so. it's slowly, um, man, what a fun time it was revisiting that compared to um hard this. to kill but <laughs> yeah. nevertheless wow. yeah hard to kill number one all right episode's over yeah yep. it's <laughs> right so number 20 second number 22 i think it's time for everyone's favorite segment on nr90 rank the blank meow, meow, meow. <laughs> This is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic, 90s action star that never quite made the A-list. Inspired, of course, by Mr. Steve-O Seagal. Ashley, um, we want to draw some clear lines between who we consider A-list and who we consider on Seagal's level. Um, no one is on Seagal's bottom tier level, by the way, but there are some <laughs> clear people that are on a, uh, level above. So can you run through the A-list people? So nobody gets mad that we did not include these in the, um, in the battle Royale. Sure. So we have Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Sigourney Weaver, Linda Hamilton, Bruce Willis, Will Smith, Jackie Chan, Nick Cage, and a whole bunch more. That are way too famous. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, like infinite options for action stars in the 90s. But I think there's a pretty clear um, like delineation between those actors. Arnold definitely started off on this tier, but mm-hmm. elevated himself to, you know, like one of the biggest stars overall ever. Um, so in the B tier, we have um, Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Hulk Hogan, Danny Trejo. Kevin Sorbo, Lucy Lawless, his um, partner in crime in the Hercules universe, Dolph Lundgren from Rocky IV and He-Man, and Wesley Snipes. So I think there's like, you know, these are people that 
didn't that were maybe more known for like their fighting skills or for being in a certain type of movie and never really crossed over. You can debate, you know, Leslie Snipes probably crossed mm-hmm. over quite a bit, but I wanted to throw um throw him in to to keep things interesting down here. Um we're going to do things a little different this week. We are going to take turns picking a um tag team duo to battle against um, the other duos. So rather than picking one each, we're going to let Ashley pick first, um, and then Derek's gonna go, and we're gonna do it like a fantasy football draft for action heroes. So we're gonna end up with two each, and then we're gonna um, rank our pairs. Ashley, um, you get first pick. Ooh, (laughs) Jean-Claude Van Damme. (laughs) Okay. Yep, fair enough. Um, <laughs> good choice, Derek. You're Chuck up. Norris. Okay, um, for me, I'm <laughs> I'm not Uh-oh. going with Seagal. Um, I guess I'll go Hulk Hogan, and then I get the next pick um, <laughs> because that's my reward for going last. So I'm going to pair Hulk Hogan, who is very used to tag team action, with let's say Danny Trejo. Awesome. Derek? Wesley Snipes. Okay. Lucy Lawless for sure. Okay. Um, so let's recap. Ashley, who are, who's your pair? Jean-Claude Van Damme and Lucy Lawless. Okay. So I've got Hulk and Trejo and Derek. Um, you have uh, Norris and Snipes. Mm-hmm. So Seagal didn't get chosen. <laughs> nevertheless on the b list (laughs) he is um by default in you know he's he's a he's hard to kill so he's got his uh, he doesn't need a partner um he's alone he's a lone ranger not the lone ranger um or the other ranger but um should we just put him at the at the bottom yeah we don't need to debate that sorry yeah (laughs) steven seagal is at the bottom of the list now Things are going to get tricky. Do we all? I thought that we were all going to be in agreement on who is kind of the clear number one overall. Now we can talk about like real quickly, like how our players pair together. But I think I'm probably with uh, Ashley that she has the best overall choice. Derek, um, are you not a big Van Dam fan? I am. Well, let's so let's let's say that um during this this um battle royale. Van Dam and Norris get like um, paired off in one corner, and they're going they're going at it. So two of y'all's um, uh, teammates are are fighting head to head. Who wins between Van Dam and and Norris? Van Stale- Dam stalemate. No, no, no. <laughs> Van Dam Van Dam for sure. He's a mixed martial artist. He's really fast. He's very strong, and he used to be a gymnast. And he's a bodybuilder. Okay, fine. JVCD's <laughs> got it. But Chuck Norris has like just he has more memes yeah he has a lot more memes for sure (laughs) martial arts wise i i think that they that chuck norris may be better but john claude van damme has a better career but in a fight i think that john claude van damme is a lot faster and it would be better and he would win i mean nope i think van damme could beat up any of these i mean even so Ashley, you know, I guess I forgot about blood sport. Okay, fine. Yeah, so I watched some blood sport it. today. <laughs> just look at just look at an image search between the two. Yeah, <laughs> Van Dam is a beast. He's like, jacked. who's got the beard? Who's got the yeah. hair? <laughs> Norris is maybe what what Seagal wanted to be in terms of like mm-hmm. be able to play a small town cop in a believable fashion with like a normal person's physique to some extent and chuck norris um, is like lovable so it's easier yeah, to yeah, yeah he could play a dad mm-hmm. um there's van damme is always going to be like a model slash you know um fitness superstar and he was in he made an appearance his first appearance in breaking so he has to exactly so okay <laughs> all that aside all you we're we both think he's the number one but say van damme right. is forced to go toe-to-toe with hulk hogan um who's bigger stronger Famously, you know, has like 42 inch pythons. That's what he, that's what him and me both call our biceps. Um, <laughs> and once when I was like maybe six years old, I basically got mistaken on the street for, for Hulk Hogan as I was dressed up as him for, for 
Halloween. Um, well, Jean-Claude Van Damme would still be them. When you're a kid and you're dressing up as somebody, Mm -hmm. people will refer to you because you're a kid and they don't want to hurt your feelings. They'll say, hey, you look, is that Hulk Hogan? You didn't look like I I think they were genuinely confused. Uh, I mean, I don't know whether it was like my (laughs) physique or my presence, but yeah. Well, considering we're like two and a half years apart and people would mistake us for twins because you're so small, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> that's why they us for twins. Yeah, baby. Burn it. <laughs> we're like the same size. <laughs> well, look who's as tall as Steven Seagal now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. I think Hulk, so my only hope to win this, this competition then, Ashley is the clear number one. Derek mm-hmm. has Chuck Norris, who's got like the the, you know, kind of He's funny. <laughs> um, <and laughs> what are you talking about? He's he's got anyway. He's but the I'll, I'll drop it. I'll drop it. My last argument is Van Damme and who's your other person, Ashley? Lucy Van Damme, Lawless. Van Damme and Lucy Lawless meet Hulk Hogan and Danny Trejo in an alley. Now you're who's your ass out kicked? On top there? You're getting your ass kicked. I still you think you're yeah. Lucy I mean, Lawless is a badass too she is and she has a whip she has different weapons and yeah i just don't think either of yours could stand up to mine wow no respect for danny trejo either nope i love danny wesley snipes from blade versus danny trejo with his uh machete (laughs) whoa it sounds like ashley is going to be a number one so who's number two between Derek and i me what do you love i love hulk too so we're doing are we doing the combo of the two people you have yeah it's got to be a package deal so you have who are yours again mine are hulk and trejo and derek has chuck and snipes Snipes. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go hulk and trejo actually are you kidding me okay sorry bigger because they're just bigger trejo is huge more blonde um just, I just don't think Chuck Norris is that. I mean, I don't Chuck know. Chuck Norris is is before he had this. He's like, like a PG fighter. Oh my god, no, no. <laughs> Chuck Norris even, is probably the, the most the most um, esteemed fighter or, or uh, martial artist out of all these people. And then also Wesley Snipes is as well. N- not not more so than John Claude Van Damme, but. Well, yeah, I mean, Van Damme, I think you're underestimating Van Damme, but we all, I mean, or we mostly agree he's he's the most badass. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Lionheart last night, and it's basically blood sport, but just for street fighting. Awesome. <laughs> Chuck Norris founded his own discipline, Chun Kuk Do. Hmm. So give me Sounds a Sounds like break. a meme as well. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I mean, it's it's he, he had his moment, and now we're probably being haters because he got, yeah. he got too popular. Yeah, um, you are. It's okay though. I'll, I'll but, be third, knowing that I've got Chuck and and Snipes on my on my team. Well, did you watch um Texas Ranger? Oh fuck yeah! My yeah. dad would watch it, so I'd watch it with him. I feel like did we watch it actually? Um, I don't remember watching it. I, I remember watching I, Highlander, but not. Mm, yeah, I I think I I think I watched it some. I watched the um, Derek. Do you have the the clip? Uh, we're gonna let the winner play their pick their clip, but. Ooh, ooh. Do you have the clip for um, Walker, Texas Ranger, Andy? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> I did not remember this theme song. But the, So I, I'm not the winner, so do I get to play this? Yeah, well, this will be your honorable yeah. mention clip. Okay. Cause the eyes of the ranger are upon <laughs> oh. you. Hell what? yeah, country. <laughs> gonna see. Oh, man. Don't worry, there's only seven more seconds left. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is terrifying. (laughs) It's pretty awesome, but I did not remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Interesting. Well, should we play? Oh, and well, and before we do that, our Instagram poll, we had Mm. an Instagram poll that was for Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme or Seagal and JC Feedy won. Did Seagal get any votes? No. It was between Norris and... (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) Um, The whole meme... I just have to add this final mm-hmm. piece in for Norris. I know that he's been memed out as big as his guns are mm-hmm. and bigger than John Claude Van Damme's guns are. He has the smallest but, guns, but, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but growing up i would i love chuck norris so it was before the that whole meme stuff yeah well i think that was the that's the problem he had he, he would be like having a moment of nostalgia now if it hadn't already like been the memes almost kind of like zapped that original mm-hmm. feeling away so um for me but yeah i was gonna say nope not for me yeah they but overshadowed yeah. it um for me all right all right well ashley um it's winner, winner. like van damme and and uh lucy flawless as jamie would say um oh, she, well. wanted to, she wanted me to mention up, that jamie? um so it looks like you're the winner so you get to pick the clip you want to play oh yeah play it play it play it which one do you want this one that one or this one the van damme interview the, yeah <laughs> you should also watch it it's so good it All needs right. the video probably I'll, I'll set it up i'll set it up basically okay. this woman's interviewing him about the movie and about his martial art and his gym abilities and all this stuff and he's making her do crunches while interviewing him while he's doing crunches and like working yeah. out with him it's really funny it's so staged in like a funny way <laughs> from blood sport tell me this most martial arts specialists are not strong i mean they need flexibility but yet you're a bodybuilder how does that all work uh, and so they just zoom in on his muscles a, a different way i used to train in the morning stretching karate sparring and at night, I train in the gym, like here, with weights, to uh, to mix both of them. Keep going. And he's, like, making her do more crunches. Like, keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> it's basically the same routine I use. Um, uh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, congrats, Ashley. You, um, thank you, thank you. You won this epic battle. Yeah, of I know. Of these action heroes. Woo. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's almost time to sign off on New Release Radio for this week and give our final thoughts on Hard to Kill. But before we do, let's listen to a well-traveled track that skipped up to the number 16 on this week's Billboard Top 100. That was Rome by the B-52s, a song that will go on to achieve such pop culture status that Alvin and the Chipmunks will cover it a year later on the Chipmunks Rock the House. I was going to insert a clip here, but that seems excessive. So (laughs) now back to our feature presentation. Ashley, how was the response to Hard to Kill? uh pretty poor <laughs> it was not very good but well, well yeah it made some money at the box office but reviews were were bad were pretty dismal yeah um i'll read a couple reviews so at this point um i'm gonna do a couple true reviews by actual critics and then a review or two by myself and then you guys can try and figure out which one i wrote okay um keep in mind these are all reviews that are talking bad about the movie because it's so poor Okay. Um, <laughs> one of Steven Seagal's best films, but that's not saying much. Ooh. That's one. Reverse. Um, I'm all for B-list action movies, but I'm not all for this one. It's two. That's you. The only good thing about the movie is Steven Seagal's iconic ponytail, but that couldn't even save it. Ooh, maybe that's you too. Two lies and one true review. I'm not, and I have one more. Oh. Um, hard to watch. There are bits that will amuse and make you laugh, but there's too much that's genuinely awful. Hmm. I say the last three are you. The first one was legit. I I, I never know with this segment. <laughs> you were always yeah. thinking you're victorious, and now you're like, I don't know. What was the first one? Uh, the first one was one of Steven Seagal's best films, but that's not saying much. Yeah, I don't feel like you watched enough rewatched enough to to say that so i think you have to be two and three i am two and three. Ooh, that's two weeks in a row that's pretty I good all right I'm i had here. another one i had another one that was like too much action made me sleepy but i already talked about how i fell asleep during it so yeah um, um as far as awards go it mm-hmm. didn't get any so 
Good. Well, that's surprise, surprise. But I did, yeah, I did make up my own. Um, so this one is slicked back ponytail, hard to kill from any trail, hoping to prevail. But after all, it's not he who will fail. Woohoo! That should have been their hard to kill line, like their whole little whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I have (laughs) this is getting kind of ridiculous. I have seagull, seagull kill them all and then fly away caw caw <laughs> i don't know <laughs> awesome um Get i don't real... know that we, i don't know we should call these awards we should no, call I think them they're just ashley like, poetry corner i think yeah i like that better that's fine yeah. um okay <laughs> well quit while you're ahead yep <laughs> which Quitting. was which was two and a half ago um no just kidding the <laughs> those were awesome um, thank you thank yeah yeah you um you basically outdid the movie and yeah, in 35 seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. I would also, to wrap it up, I would suggest that we, um, for everyone listening, should not watch this movie. You should skip it and maybe watch Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, let's do our, our watch and skip recommendations. So you're you're gonna be you're gonna say skip. Yeah, skip it, please. I I would like to find a reason to say watch it, but given the problematic um status of Seagal I I guess the reason I was really wanted to watch it was because I had this idea in my head that he was uh, on the level or you know just like I lumped him in with Mm -hmm. Van Damme and and Norris and the people that we just we just talked about and he was successful for a window of time and it happened to be the window of time where we were watching all these movies Um, and so you just rent the movie that the new action movie that's out um so just as a curiosity of like compare and contrast one of his random movies to a random van damme movie might be interesting maybe under siege is better maybe Uh, it's just but he has like an actor i just didn't really like him yeah exactly i didn't find anything in this movie to explain why he caught on even if it was only for a few years so yeah i'm gonna have to say skip but you know Make up your own mind if if you must. Derek? So a couple of reasons why I say watch. Oh, great. Um, First of all, he was in Machete (laughs) with Trejo or what was what's Trejo? Trejo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then wasn't he in that that kind of everybody Sylvester Stallone? um, Oh, like the super. Yeah. 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 Wasn't he in that or no? I mean, how could he not I, be? I guess. Well, I'm I'm looking at it right now. And Stallone. I don't, see it, so. I don't think he was. So if he wasn't if he, in Expendables, then don't watch this. If he's not, <laughs> that means that means they all hate him, or you know, Stallone hates him. Whoever's making the decisions for yeah. that movie, like, there's no other reason why he wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to get a bit part in that, other than he's just like terrible. If yeah. if you if you want to watch a '90s B action karate movie yeah otherwise i mean plot watch blood sport yeah there's others though i mean you know there's there are other seagal movies too <laughs> well that's what i mean if you want to so if refresh you refresh yourself on him up, yeah to watch but i, I, don't, I don't, don't know it's not a strong watch or don't watch i don't know it's up to yeah. you if you want to waste an hour and a half of your time go for it yeah i mean i i watched lionheart the next night and it's not good either but it's infinitely better yeah if you've got an hour and a half to to spare yeah and you you cannot think of anything else than listen to me (laughs) and say yes go on hbo max yep they're not a sponsor (laughs) and watch that shit oh yeah i didn't announce i didn't let i didn't tell you all that they they decided to sponsor us oh nice Awesome. Check is in the mail They're from <laughs> from Warner Media. Um, okay, so we got two skips and a half-hearted watch <laughs> for our scale of ranking this movie and its place in '90s culture. We're gonna rank this on a scale of one to ninety on how '90s it is. So, factoring in the music, the wardrobe, the actors, and um, kind of just general '90s tropes. We're going to decide how 90s this is. It doesn't mean it's good, which we just established it's not, but <laughs> it could be very high on the scale. So we haven't had a super 90s standout movie yet. 
Um, mm-hmm. Even a movie like Tremors, we actually ranked pretty low because it felt timeless um, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley, this is definitely our most 90s movie. Yet. Oh, yeah. I'll just start there. Mm-hmm. It's higher um, than Tremors for sure. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, the music was uh, like a jazzy synth soundtrack. So that's mm-hmm. a nice, a nice um, transition. It's, it's, you know, it's 80s and 90s at the same time. Um, so I think it ranks pretty high there. Seagal, 100% peaked yeah, so. <laughs> in the 90s. Um, so that's uh, very high for actor. Um, there's some like action hero tropes throughout the movie invisible hero awesome mccool name um, <laughs> um, i think, wish that was his name so. yeah <laughs> basically um so yeah i i don't know i want to say like 80 ish what do you, you think? think i don't think that high well i guess it's a it's just i'm i mean yeah okay that's that's fine i mean we definitely want room for improvement yeah room for growth um, i would say like 74 would be my okay 74 out of 90 derek what are you thinking so i'm just going to break it down by how i'm scoring it so there was one scene and if you are a listener you would know that i love slow-mo shots Mm. so steven seagal throws a guy off of the balcony within like the inside of a building and you just know that he's going to land on a table, but you never see the table. <laughs> so I'm getting that a 25. Nice. When he throws him off the loft? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, inside that that mansion. Or... I thought he did. Maybe I'm thinking of two different scenes. I thought he did crash through a table. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's what about. I'm saying is that you didn't even see the table. But immediately while I was waiting for, for the guy oh, to gotcha. land... Mm-hmm. Slow in slow motion, it was like, okay, he's landing on a table, and then <laughs> yes, he in fact does lands on the so the 85 table. points for that. Uh, <laughs> anyways, music the cars are cool, the old camera equipment wasn't super 90s, and then the just the fact that it's a B film, which mm-hmm. the 90s came out with a lot. Uh, I'm getting giving it a 70. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I just think like this, this genre of film and, and him as an actor is you know about as 90 i mean it's just firmly this is kind of where i got really obsessed with making toxic avenger super high mm-hmm. because that's like the only time it could exist and make sense as a movie um so i would say a little higher than 70 i mean out of 90 uh but yeah i'm still thinking 75 or 74 but are you willing to uh, go a little higher derek uh let's just do an average yeah 72? Sure. 73. Okay. okay. Hard to <laughs> kill. Are 73 out of 90 on the 90 scale. I think we're going to get we're going to get some some high scores soon. Yeah. Lastly, um before we can finally put this movie to uh death, um <laughs> what are it. we going to include in our new release gift shop to I mean it's so obvious. Um, we try to pick an item from the movie <laughs> that we can merchandise and make bukus of money off of, like oh, yeah. the leather face mask that is sold, has been sold out for weeks. And um, I won't mention Ashley's from last week because it was actually a good idea. Um, <laughs> what are what do we want to sell from Hard to Kill? A ponytail hair clip. Done. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Um, this might be um, our top seller. Yeah, I think so. Well, the leather face mask is out of stock for certain right. reasons, but I think I think we can make this one last in our shop for a while. It's easier mm-hmm. to cut hair than cut skin. I mean, uh, you know what I mean. Derek yeah. has been um, <laughs> Fake skin. chomping at the bit for us to name a new janitor for the gift shop. I mean, I told you one was going to fall in our laps. You didn't Steven believe Seagal's me. Steven Seagal's perfect. But... He's got the like, <laughs> he's got the hair routine down. He puts his his hair into the the mop bucket every morning, flicks it back, and yeah. goes to town. Um, uh, are you satisfied with that hire, Derek, or do we need to keep the job posting open? Um, let's hire him for at least a couple of weeks and okay. then, trial. If, 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 yeah, let's yeah. see how he does. Okay. Well, I, I'm just thinking like you know, similar to how Danielson um, <laughs> was able to. The clean, you know, uh, clean fences or paint fences and clean cars. 
it's like there's a lot of overlap between martial arts and janitorial work apparently mm-hmm. yeah but he might catch the place on fire with all of his you know interesting spiritual right uh, techniques and stuff also like we're not i mean there's every woman that walks in the door is just gonna faint i don't think so oh okay yeah that won't be a problem <laughs> we'll test ashley out first yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool thanks guys all right well that was fun despite not loving the movie um hard to kill see ya hard next week yeah hard to kill yeah hardly um next week we're gonna have a horror movie that i've been uh eager to watch for a very long time here's the trailer boone and lori they were warned to stay away but dead folk but didn't listen now they're no longer lovers for she's become the hunted and he's become one of the night breed from the creator of hellraiser night breed rated r starts friday Uh-oh. at theaters everywhere yeah Oof. i don't actually know what this movie is about i mean like i don't know what the creatures are um if they're like a vampires or they're just some kind of like new new demon um but i am excited for nightbreed what about y'all yeah i'm a little nervous because yeah, hellraiser is scary hellraiser is scary <laughs> i might have to watch, rewatch hellraiser i've been meaning to do that anyway um to prepare for this clive barker who directed uh candy man and, and hellraiser Oof. did this um so yeah, Derek, you dig? Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, <laughs> if you want to join in the fun, you can subscribe to the podcast by searching New Release on Spotify or Apple Podcast or anywhere else you get podcast. That's a motherfucking rat. Bye. <laughs> Later. Music is good. Lionheart starts out with almost the same song. (laughs) 